0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
1: So if you got something you need to do today, you might want to get to it. It's supposed to get pretty nasty, even by Wisconsin winter standards. Winter is coming.
2: Winter is coming. Winter is coming. The
1: WTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team Alert. All of southeast Wisconsin now onto that winter storm warning. That goes until noon tomorrow school largely canceled uh, important though check with whatever message you receive from your school district maybe they email some do the the call blast or all a text of it right?
0: you all of it the calls
1: the emails the texts because some schools are going to be virtual today with expectations that students are working from home others may simply call it off and you know, our kids in greendale are virtual
0: i think our kids this is it like if they get one more snow day after today then it's it in the june Yeah, right? No, thank you. And I I can tell you my kids were already talking about, oh, they say we're going to have a cold day next week. Yeah, really? <laughs> I, mean,
1: I don't think we'll hit that threshold, but Monday's,
0: I'm going for two on predicting whether they'd have school this week. Monday's MLK day, so that, that'll that help some
2: That's
1: schools
0: right. out, but yeah, Monday could be pretty cold.
1: A little bit more from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Tyler Moore. A few inches more of snow possible before noon today. Things ramp up late this morning, rain mixing in closer to the lake through the day. Blizzard conditions possible by this evening. 8 to 12 inches widespread, isolated higher amounts possible with some lake enhancement a few miles inland, 5 to 8 inches of Snow, if you're closer to the lake. Brewers' winter warm up
0: event for Saturday at Miller High Life Theater is canceled. And the issue there really is a lot of the players were coming in today. Right, so good luck with that. Yeah, that's not happening, so it's hard to have an event on Saturday. The Sunday Youth Clinic is still on.
1: Fans who signed up for any of it will still have the early opportunity, as promised, to buy home opener tickets. You'll get an email next week with information on how to access the presale. Now, the Bucks are also supposed to host the public memorial for late Senator Herb Cole today at noon. Vicer Forum, the venue, the house that Herb helped build he, of course, former owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. I have not heard whether that's still on. I did reach out to the Bucks, Eric. It's supposed to be a noon start for that. Have not heard back, but regardless, uh, that is supposed to, and at least at this point, is still scheduled for today. Let me end the segment on this. And on that note, United Performing Arts Fund offering a nice tribute to philanthropist Cole, highlighting Herb Cole philanthropy's more than $1 million in support for UPAF over the years. Uh, Senator Cole's dedication, they said, to bettering the youth of our community through arts education, evident through their generous donations to UPAF Rally for Arts Education programs, among other things. Said youth offering this tribute, a quartet from the Milwaukee Youth Symphony Orchestra, in Herb Cole's honor. Senator Cole. Lots to squeeze in today. A couple updates for you on stories that we've been following. The second I warned you about weeks ago. That is coming. Let's do this first, though. GOP legislative proposal to introduce medical marijuana to Wisconsin announced this week already in jeopardy. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss introducing that plan that would create five state-run dispensaries where pharmacists could fill prescriptions for medical marijuana use. It will
2: not be um, any involvement from the medical community other than verifying, yes, you have cancer. Yes, you have MS. Yes, you have Lou Gehrig's disease or one of the things that's covered in the bill. You will then take that diagnosis to the state You'll get a medical cannabis card, and that entitles you to visit one of those five dispensaries to be able to work with that licensed pharmacist to be able to determine what is the appropriate way for you to do it.
1: So refreshing your memory quickly on how a bill becomes a law has to pass both houses of the legislature and then get signed by the governor. So that was Speaker Voss, who runs the Assembly, but already Majority Leader Devin Lemihue in the Senate calling the proposal a, quote, (laughs) (laughs) non-starter. His primary opposition, seems to be the fact that this will be a state-run program. Quoted the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is calling the dispensaries a DMV for medical marijuana. I don't know how to feel about this.
0: Do I appreciate the transparency of the fact that, like, hey, here's what we're thinking, but other sides have to look into it? Or do I want them to have a conversation before the first press conference? Maybe before the other side. (laughs) Like, why not at least like shout down the hallway (laughs) and ask them? Do you want to get together on? Should we have a meeting on? Will this work at all? Should we even hold the news conference in multiple places across the state? Should we even do that? Or do you guys want to talk about it real quick? Just let us know if that's even a starter.
1: So there's your update on that. Uh, The next thing is something I began talking about weeks ago, warning that despite both sides of the aisle in Madison trumpeting the state's budget, historic investments in education, school districts across the state are starting to cry poor, and I don't mean that negatively. I just mean they say we're out of money, needed money, yeah. and they are coming for more tax dollars in referenda this spring. State's largest school district is moving forward, putting a 252 million dollar referendum on the ballot in April. That vote last night for the school board, MPS says it's 200 million in the hole for the upcoming school year. The other scenario, immediately make significant,
2: painful cuts to children in classrooms.
1: It's Teachers Union President Amy Mizialko talking with TMJ4 News. Going to be a heavy burden for Milwaukee. The MPS just passed an $87 million referendum four years ago.
0: Man, you called this one a mile away. My school district just sent out an email yesterday saying, hey, we're going to have to have a referendum here coming up in April, so... It's happening everywhere. They
1: haven't come for it where you live. Look, at, Check those minutes of your latest school board meeting. Uh, let me get you Angela Harris real quick. She's the chairman of the Black Educators Caucus in Milwaukee. Now, she advocates for teachers, is often asking for more funding. But even she is suggesting this may be too much to ask for Milwaukee.
2: Just within the last year, we've seen an increase in our sales tax to 7.9%. Uh, we have already had an increase in our property taxes of 2%. And so this just continues to add money and stress to an already overburdened community.
1: So voters will still have to approve that. MPS certainly not alone. Kenosha already announced it's closing schools and still in the hole for next year. We're going to referendum in Greendale where I live. Eric just mentioned the Hamilton School District as well. So this is another storm that is coming. Districts arguing state funding has not kept pace with inflation for the last decade and a half. Pay me now or pay me later. Well, later is here. News about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average was up about 15 points to 37,711. The NASDAQ closed up uh, just about half a point to 14,970. And the S&P 500 at 4780, that was down about three points in trading Thursday. 2024 is here. Be ready with investment, retirement tax, and estate planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Click the Get Started button at AnnexWealth.com. At 644, why don't we revisit a tragic story that was extraordinary first because of the age of the young man involved. It was a plane crash near Timmerman Field. I think it's still called Timmerman Field, or they call it Timmerman Airport. I don't know. When I was a kid, it was always Timmerman Field. Timmerman, yeah. Northwest side of Milwaukee, the smaller airport there. A small plane went down, and the pilot was killed. The pilot was just 18 years old. It was May 26, 2022. His name is Daniel Perlman. Northwestern University student, was at the controls. He died in the crash. His father, Benny, telling WTMJ's Libby Collins about that afternoon.
2: Can you tell us what that day was like?
3: He never knew if he's coming because he didn't know if how's the weather, if there is a plane available, and then said, hey, my plane is available for solo, so I'm going to drive over. So I met him at home and then he was planning just to take the car and drive, and I said, you know what, I have nothing until the end of the day, let me take you. And on the way, we call Anna, and she said, hey, I'm done with clinic early, I can meet you there. He went to the plane, he walks to the plane, he does the check, taxied, and we were just standing behind the fence. And he gives us a thumbs up, and then he took off. Then he landed and took off again, and... As he was taking off again, I had he installed some flight tracker application on my phone. The first thing I noticed on the tracker application that the marker of, of his plane doesn't progress at the same rate as it was. I looked up, and the plane goes down. We chased the ambulance like crazy, and then was the nightmare of the next day and a half, where we deep inside, I think, knew that nobody survives this.
1: You can hear that entire interview with the family of Daniel Perlman and how his legacy lives on through a foundation in his name. That is coming up Sunday morning, 11 a.m. on WTMJ Conversations with Libby Collins. I actually got an important question as we bring in our teammate from ESPN, Milwaukee, Gabe Neitzel. Someone asked about the Packers. When do do those guys fly out? My experience was covering the team years ago, and every head coach does it differently, but usually it's day before, right?
2: Yeah, typically it's day before, and, and depending upon the trip, you know, um, they, they might mix it up. I know Matt LaFleur has done that, like, early in his career when they really struggled um, playing out in California. Like, they tried different doing, you know, oh, we're, we're struggling going out west, so let's try to do different. We'll leave on Friday. We'll leave on Saturday, and, and they try to do come a up with different things. Do a right. Yeah, yeah. Try, try to come up with different things. I know McCarthy used to do it a little bit differently, but yeah, it kind of it varies from team to team.
1: But, we did confirm this morning, uh, one of our broadcast engineers is part of that uh, team that puts things on. And he said, what, 1 uh, the, Yeah, 1 p.m. tomorrow they leave. Out of Green Bay. Shouldn't be a problem. Do They usually do like a, a, a light practice before, right?
2: Yeah, they'll do some sort of walkthrough. And, and they can kind of, that's probably a little bit later than they typically would leave. But because they play at 3.30 on Sunday versus noon on Sunday, because that all factors in sure. the, the, the kickoff time and how much time you have there. So, yeah, they'll, they'll arrive down in Dallas, you know, and, and still be able to do a little light. Walk through, kind of go through some team meetings at the hotel, probably have time for a snack, and, <laughs> yes, you know, the, call it an infamous <laughs> snack. For at any, practice? Little any, practice snack? No, no, I mean, I think it's after the meetings. You know, one of the moms I,
0: brings by the orange
1: slices <laughs> and whatnot. The cooler granola.
2: full of high <laughs> C. Okay, and boys, make sure you get a snack. Then there's
0: the one that brings the donuts. Like, come on, why uh, you oh, bring oh, come donuts? On. No,
2: we need the healthy stuff, <laughs> mom. snack. The healthy stuff, granola bars, fruits. No donuts today. Come on.
1: That used to actually drive me nuts as a parent when the kids were little. Oh, Any still activity happens. they were involved in, yeah, someone had to bring a snack. No, oh, it still happens. Why can't we just go to Cub Scouts today and then go home? Yeah. Why does it have to be a snack? <laughs> Why can't we? your your kid's seven? They're at soccer practice for forty minutes. Why do we have to have a snack? Still an issue. Yeah, you know, I mean they're burning,
2: burning a lot of energy out there, Vinny. Good, you gotta great. make well, sure. We're you, you
0: the, <laughs> our family's always I'll feed
2: them whatever I want, whatever to. I
0: want. We always vote no on that whenever the, the team parent sends out the note. Would we like to for this season implement you know some uh, a snack schedule? No, nope, no need. We don't need to don't do Don't send it. me the
1: sign-up
2: genius. Who started this? I don't want to Because do I don't remember, like, again, I, I guess I am getting up there. I'm going to yeah, be, be turning 38 yes. here In soon. But, Hello. like, I don't remember going to practice and having a snack at practice. Well, like, I see
0: it more for games than for practice. But
2: Okay.
1: The only sport I associated as a young person with, with snack was the orange slices for soccer. Yeah. They were the only guys. And I'm like, why does soccer always have orange slices? I played baseball, well, <laughs> I played football, I played whatever. I slices there.
2: Shout out to some of the parents when I played at UW Platteville when I played baseball. We played doubleheaders. Like the, the okay, schedule was, you know, every weekend you were playing 4 games. You played 2 on Saturday, 2 on Sunday. Okay. And some parents, not that there was a assigned schedule, I think some parents just out of the kindness of their hearts brought some of those mini Gatorades or a couple of granola right, okay. bars because you're out there for 6 hours for a baseball doubleheader. That's double appreciated. Header. Yeah. Very appreciate. Hey, don't get me
1: wrong. I'm not trying to deny the children their sustenance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they got away Can't, Can't wait for the text I, you're going to well, get. You know it's so. Funny. Why do you hate the kids, Vince? <laughs> well, you know what's you know, so. Children funny. are hungry. That- <laughs> it's not
0: that we I would. Know. We would not this is going to sound bad but it's not that we didn't want to participate like to bring something it was more of there's always one or two parents that bring just dog meat like they literally bring, <laughs> it's like crap. it's like seriously like giant cannibal donuts, sandwiches long johns. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here's some raw meat kids <laughs> we don't, enjoy. We
0: don't, we don't
1: need this. We don't need to give our kid this stuff. That's it is just like if everything they're involved in also has a snack like what are we doing? And also what are we telling their young brains? of like, let me see, I've worked out for seven minutes. That deserves a treat. Yeah. We're not Here, dogs.
0: Here's a giant cookie. Right. Like, no, don't need that every time.
2: Well, and you got to make sure, especially when you're feeding a large group of children, you have to be aware of any sensitivities, allergies, things like that. And that just kind of limits what you yeah, can well, actually bring. Good. Yeah, good Try snack. bringing
1: celery with that peanut butter
0: in it. Hey, before you do your show, got to get a prediction Sunday afternoon. What are you thinking? How are you feeling?
2: I don't feel great. The Cowboys are really good at home. I feel like we've been trying to talk ourselves into the Cowboys. Yeah. Well, the Cowboys aren't actually that good. You know? uh, they got to the 2 seed for a reason and I understand. I know Jen, I think Jen brought this up on your show yesterday she did on our show as well. Their home schedule wasn't the best, but like they still beat everyone. And some beat badly. And they still, they still average 37 points per game while giving up 16. So Yeah, but they're going against our staunch defense game. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I think Something's they have to have give. a good plan for C.D. Lamb because really good wide receivers have carved up the Packers. You think of what Chris Godwin did when he was in town with oh, yeah. the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just a couple of weeks ago. They have to have a really good plan for C.D. Lamb, and I think that involves Jair Alexander.
1: And Dak Prescott is better than Baker Mayfield.
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean right, yeah, he only led the league in touchdown passes this year, guys. It's you know, no big deal. No, it's it's not like he scored. Hey, you know who right,
0: you know right behind him? Jordan Love. Him. That's right.
2: It, it could be a shootout and maybe I know that's that's kind of a vision a lot of people have had too, where um the, the first Aaron Rodgers playoff game down in Arizona, yeah. which was one of the if not the highest scoring playoff game ever, finished 51-45 fifty one, forty three last in overtime. Is win this thing. Yeah, so yeah. it could it could come down to that because the Cowboys defense the one thing with Aaron Jones back and healthy and the Packers running the ball really well the Cowboys stink against the run. They are a defense that is built to be ahead. So if the Packers can jump out into an early lead and be able to continue to feed Aaron Jones the football and run it, that's how they win the game.
1: I love it. Now go get a snack before your show. All right, I'll see what we got. Thank you, Gabe. Business headlines are up next from the Milwaukee Ooh, business. Cooper Sun.